Blog Talk Radio. The Four Persons, Inc. is a federally registered and licensed 501c3 charity. Any use of any of our content without our permission is prohibited by law. Our purpose is evangelization, education, and social action. Please go to our website at thefourpersons.com or our blog site at thefourpersons.net to make your tax-deductible donation by credit or debit card. You can also send a check to The Four Persons, Inc., P.O. Box 11214, Manassas, Virginia, 20113. To contact us, send us an email at email at thefourpersons.com. Welcome to the Catholicism Rocks show brought to you by our friends at CatholicismRocks.com. This is our weekly show promoting the site built on the notion that there is nothing on earth better than being a Catholic. that emotion. Welcome to Wednesday night, Grand Catholicism Rocks. Um, no, I'm going to be having at least one person calling in, but whether or not we have more than one, we'll, we'll see. We're going to see and we're going to find out. On a recent Catholicism Rocks show, we had Cherry Maestro Malorca on. And she talked in depth about the Catholicism Rocks Halloween Writing Contest. It was a short story writing contest. And lo and behold, Catholicism Rocks has picked their two winners. Hold on, Lewis is, yeah, Lewis is calling in now. So... The two winners, the first winner is a 13-year-old young man named Jonah Deshani. And he wrote a wonderful story called The Night. And Lewis, are you there? It's my pleasure to read. It will be my pleasure to read this. I'm a big fan of Catholic night history like the Templars, the Crusades. I'm even writing a book about it. So it's yeah. an honor to read uh, someone that also is in love with, you know, night church history. Yeah. This young man wrote so, uh, quite a story, didn't he? Okay. I'll start. Go ahead. Go ahead. In the barbaric lands of Luthiana, when many people believed in Lithuania. magic and the people. Luthiania. When many people believed in magic and the people's faith rested in false gods, a sorcerer so powerful he could only be a god in human form came and was worshipped by these vile 
superstitious people. Our Lady was in tears over the horrible demonic sacrifices being performed and the poor innocent babies being burned in honor of this psycho. When she could no longer bear the evil of it all, she appeared to a devout Polish knight who would serve her purpose. Young knight, you are loyal to the one true God. You who lives a morally good life of sacrifice and prayer, go to the lands of Lithuania. Um, pardon, how does pronounce it again, John? Lithuania. Young knight, you are loyal to the one true God. You lives, you who lives a moral good life of sacrifice and prayer, go to the lands of Lithuania and set right those people's lives. There is one there who sold his soul for power and will soon lead Lutheania to hell. Convert them and destroy the vile lowlife who dares set himself above God. Above God, Go now and defend his holy name. A young man in armor set out that he, that they for a pagan land, with a sword at his side and our Lord in his heart. He had been clapping along at his in quick pace when a funnel cloud, undoubtedly the sorcerer's handiwork, appeared before him. The few clouds merging together to form a column of lightning in pure darkness. He dismounted and began to pray feverishly to, to any saint who would listen and receive every prayer he had her, ever heard. It was gaining fast and soon enveloped him. He knew that the end was coming but still had faith in God. He could hear the wind howling around him, but amazingly, he was still unhurt, as though it had possessed around him. The screams of rage and confusion that pierced his ears showed him something. His foe was afraid of him. A complete no one. Him. Pardon me. His foe was afraid of him. Him. A complete nobody. This retaliation struck him like a punch in the face and filled him with unfamiliar feelings. Faith and confidence. He felt as though he could triumph over any evil. But this feeling was temporary. Eventually, the storm wore itself out, and the sorcerer shouted curses, but barely audible in the dying wind. He crossed over the border into Lithuania and was almost immediately confronted by the enemy horde. Again, he prayed again, and he was invincible. When when they saw that they could not harm him, they escorted him to their master, who had changed to the form of a dragon, the form of his soul. He blew an experimental flame that would have melted his armor to a lump of iron. He rushed forward and drew his sword from his scabbard, only to have it glanced off the scales in a shower of sparks. Suddenly, the monster spoke in a cruel, booming voice. Your weapon cannot harm me. No weapon in existence can pierce my skin. It is six-inch as strong as diamond. All the while that he spoke, the knight was wrapped, wrapping a crucifix on a chain around and around the cross guard of his sword. With a mighty cry, cry of who is unto God, he thrusted his sword into the dragon's rotten heart and twisted it violently. The dragon had never known such pain in his life. He began to growl and shade sprouted out out of him where the knight had stabbed. Laying close on him and was blinding flash of searing light across appeared. 
burnt into the ground, and the sorcerer's bones rested in the middle, as though God were mocking him. He wanted to be like God, and he was in the worst way possible. He was crucified. That night was Hallow's Eve, that day when hundreds of people would have been satanically sacrificed by the young Paul. Was uh, sorry, the day when hundreds of people would have been sacrificed, but the young Paul was able to prevent that. Age 13, Jonah Dishani. Yeah, great story by Jonah, and congratulations. His story is one of the two winners of the Catholicism Rocks Halloween Writing Contest. By now, I guess you know what the story was, the other winner. Pardon? I said, I guess by now you know what story was the second winner. The Forgotten. Written by me. <laughs> so yeah. I was very I was very humbled and uh overwhelmed. Um very thankful for them to select in my story. So I decided to do something special. Um I made a recorded version of it for dramatic effect. And I'm going to play that now, and we'll be right back after. This is The Forgotten. The wind cuts a stinging cold, but I only know because I see the moms and dads bundle their children up as they scurry from house to house. The laughter in the voices sound like echoes against a backdrop of scrunching leaves barking dogs and opening and shutting of doors. I know this night well. This is the night when the darkness most shrouds the light. It is the eve of all hallows and there is scarcely a soul about even thinking about the outer world. Children dressed as wizards and witches are only concerned with amassing their hall of treats while parents are torn between the excitement in the child's eyes and the rush to get this operation over so they can get in out of the cold. They scurry past me as if I don't even exist. The loneliness overwhelms me. They don't even look at me. There isn't so much as a hello as I retrace my steps among these shadows, trying to get back home. The children never knew me, but the adults do. Well, at least they did. That was long ago before they had kids and soccer games and PTA meetings and careers. They do not even know they are slaves. They work 60 hours a week to pay for the 10 hours a week they give to everyone else. The team, the band, the dance classes. They go to therapy sometimes, unable to grasp that they have created their own whirlwinds. I still can't get used to a house on that hill. That was my hill. 
We rolled down in the fall, crashing into leaves, rode down it on our bikes. In the winter, we raced down it into boggins and sleds. We never thought of anything else. None of them recognized me. Even the hill mocks me with derisive silence. The sun has long since hid behind the mountain and what remains of its light casts only fading shadows. A man burning leaves puts just enough glow on the sidewalk that I can trace my way. Another gaggle of rushing children and chasing parents approaches and passes. In days of old, the saints trod solemnly on this night. Transfixed in prayer, they thought of the holy ones that had gone before. They pondered the price they paid the isolation they felt, the temptations to despair that they surely endured. I was foolish in my past days. I gave no audience to thoughts such as these. I only thought about the sun of the day and the laughter of the night. Sun and laughter Laughter and sun, lavishly indulged with the company of friends. They have all abandoned me now and I have no company down this lonely road. A young lad just bashed right into me and kept bolting forward as if nothing had occurred. I have no defense before you, mighty one. You give, you take away an eye, a mere worm, must accept your sentence and walk on. How I wish I could hear words of comfort from you but in your justice, you remain silent because in isolation shall I reach you. It is with my silence towards you that I walked so many of my former days, trying to stay my own conscience so I could follow my own will. I acted like you don't even matter. Now, nothing matters and no one matters but you. Yet, you hold me here in this dark and misty place where many see you dimly while others don't even look for you. I remember how the ones I loved gave me warmth of spirit. I thought our love would last forever. I thought we could overcome anything together. I walked these very streets with them. Now I walk them alone. They have almost all moved on. 
They have new lives. They never call on me and I no longer even know how to call on them. Even those who live close by do not even give me thought. Why am I telling you this? It's not as if you are listening. I'm walking down the sidewalk talking to myself. Retracing thousands of steps through season after season. In the burning sun of summer and the biting wind, rain and snow of winter. It never changes. The warmth of your fireplace doesn't bring any warmth to your heart. You leave me here to myself, forsaken. I wonder if anyone believes in angels anymore. You believe in devils but only as playmates. The last shall be first and the first shall be last, said he. He who exalts himself shall be humbled, said he again. Why didn't I listen? Now, humiliation is my portion and regret and loneliness are my constant companions. I can do nothing to free myself. I can do nothing to help myself. I can only wait and hope that you will even give me a thought, a memory, a prayer on my behalf. I did not intend to come to this place. I did not plan on it. You remember how things were, don't you? You remember the trips we went on. The walks in the park. Now, do I even enter your thoughts that you might help me by a prayer or do you not even know or care about my pain? It's now after midnight. This is the greatest pain of all. I know how you have lost your faith. You don't even hear them the angels that surround us, the cloud of witnesses that envelop us. You thought me crazy when I mentioned them. Even now, you think nothing of them that they might help save you and deliver me. I know they are here. I don't care what you say. Mock me if you will, ignore me just the same. Another day of all saints dawns forgotten by so many but not by me. One day, I will join you. One day, 
my lonely journey will end and God will deliver me from this place of tears. I didn't mean for things to go the way they did but that doesn't mean you should have just forgotten about me. You once loved me and I love you still. You can't hear me. You act like I don't even exist. You stopped believing. You even stopped pretending to believe. They put me in the cold ground and you walked away. And that's the forgotten. What do you think of it, Lewis? I feel like it was deep. It sends a strong message. I like how it correlates to scripture and Halloween. Um, oh, thank you. It teaches us thank a lesson. You. you know, people, we can end in bad terms, but, you know, if someone desires to mend their relationship with us, we should always reach out our hands to that person. And they're genuinely, you know, sorry. But it was a well-done piece. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Speaking of pieces, we're working on something else that I want to tell everyone about. Years ago, when I belonged to that other apostolate that has gone off the deep end with the flag wavers, uh, I created a special on the birth of Jesus. And I'm making a new version involving the members of the four persons. And it's going to be better tying up some of the loose ends that uh, I left untied before. Just making it better in terms of being more concise, more to the point, uh, even uh, better produced. And the sound quality is better. And me and you have already recorded uh, a portion, your portion, that will be in it, and um, I, I like where it's going so far. So, what do you what do you think of this project, and what do you think of some of the other things that we're doing uh, at the Four Persons and in conjunction with Catholicism Rocks? I think we're doing a great job, and we're going fast. Um, I like we're always kind of thinking with ideas, like your idea of you know covering the math, the, the gospel of Matthew with Luke was an excellent idea. Uh, our Bible, um, sorry, not Bible, um, our recommendation of, you know, which Catholic books to read is, was also great. I personally recommend we, you know, um, do like a series on the church fathers, you know. But I think we've already been doing that, haven't we? Well, we're going to be, we have um, covered the church fathers uh, uh, quite a bit on the Burnt Toast and Coffee Show with William Hemsworth, and we've also gotten into it uh, on Ken Lishfield's show, uh, but I do want to dedicate a series to it. That may be what we do next after we finish up uh, the series on the Gospel of Matthew, which I expect to finish up right around Thanksgiving time. Um Meanwhile, we've had some pretty good guests on the show, too. We've had Gary Machuto on. Uh, we've had Carl Keating on. And this coming Friday, we're going to have Mike Aquilina on. So uh, a lot of good things going in that direction, too. 
Exactly. We've had uh, Sean Swona on. We've had uh, Dustin Quick on. We've had uh, Kevin Simmons on. I mean, that's we've the, the fact that we've managed to get all these famous Catholics, like you know, be prideful, shows that we've come a long way because they're not easy people to be above. Well, we're moving in the right direction, and uh, you know, the the they're they're very busy people, like you said. They're not going to come on with uh, just any, you know, fly by night chumps. <laughs> they 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 want to come on a show that's delivering a good product, that's really effectively um, presenting a a, a a heterodox Catholic message uh, that's not heretical like uh, the other site does. And uh, I'm very, very, very happy, very, very pleased at where things are going. And uh, it's it's tough to do this when everybody's working full time jobs, and we're working this around a full time job. It's it's difficult. It's not easy. I hear that, um, but I do think things will get easier for us. I mean, you're aren't you like close to retirement? And I'm almost done paying off my debt so I can return to my old job which it's more flexible and more comfortable when I get paid more. But um, yeah. it was, you know, it's a long story, but aren't, aren't you like close to retirement, John? Uh, I think I'm probably going to have to work half a day the day of my funeral, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, so oh. we'll just leave it at that. Barring, barring a miracle, I'm nowhere near retirement. But uh, we are moving in the right direction, and things are, are really – going well for us. I'm very, very happy with the the way things are going. I was hoping uh, um, Jack uh, just is still out. He'll be returning, I don't know when, but Judson Carroll's out of town this week. He'll be back next week, and I was hoping that Cherry was going to be able to call in uh, tonight, but obviously she was not going to, so uh, so I, I don't think we've got enough material to have a full show tonight, but I did want to cover uh, the writing contest and some of the things that are going on. So just for highlights for the rest of the week, tomorrow is Thursday. We've got Terry Delp and the Taking It to the Streets program. That's a good program, isn't it? Yes, it is. He does so much. And then Friday morning, we've got Ken Litchfield, and you know that he is top-notch. And, in fact, uh, I got to credit to you. You're the guy that kind of twisted his arm and got him to come on board with us. So I'm thankful for that. Uh, no problem. And then, of course, and then of course at 3.30, we've got uh, Richard Pettis with the Divine Mercy, uh, Saint of the Day, and the Daily Update. And then 7 o'clock p.m. on Friday, we have guest host. Uh, uh, guest speaker Mike Aquilina He's going to be talking about his book A Year with the Angels Which I have read Saturday We have uh, William Hemsworth is going to be back Finishing up the Didache And that's on Burt Toasted Coffee At noon on Saturday We don't have anything in the hopper For Sunday yet But we'll see how that goes Monday would normally be our continuation of the Gospel of Matthew, but Luke is going to be out of town for a week, so we're going to push back 
uh, episode eight of the Gospel of Matthew to not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. And that's really everything that we've got in the hopper, at least for the next few days. So uh, we're going to go ahead and close this abbreviated episode tonight, but I did want to cover the writing contest. And I, I'm just very thankful to Catholicism Rocks for all of the good things that they do. They're doing great things over there, Lewis, aren't they? They're doing amazing things. They're reaching out to the people. You know? Yep. So would you um, would you be kind enough to end us with a closing prayer, please? Ave Maria, of course. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear Jesus Christ, second person of the Trinity, thank you for, you know, getting us together, even for this half episode. Um, thank you for leading me and Brother John and the rest of the team in being your servants. Always help us to remember to keep um, our eyes on you, to stay faithful to you and the church, the Catholic Church, which you started. I pray that we can get all former ex-Catholics to return to the church and that we can be a tool for that. I pray that we get up when we fail through you and we continue in doing good works which complete our faith. I pray for us to be hardened for the things that may are to come, for the tests that you may have in store for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow night for Thoughtless and Ross. God bless you. Have a good night. See you tomorrow. Sorry.